Lollipop. Merry Christmas! This is the Church Mag Podcast. On this special Christmas episode of the Church Mag Podcast, we have James Cooper, the author of WhyChristmas.com, Five Questions with the Church Mag Crew, and an epic Church Mag Twas the Night Before Christmas. Why Christmas? Why Christmas? Because Christmas is awesome, and we have the brains behind one of the coolest Christmas websites on the net, and what's so cool about it is it answers that question, why Christmas? And the author of that website is our very own Church Mag author, James Cooper. James, thank you for joining us on today's podcast. It is a pleasure, guys. All right, James, what's your URL? It's just whychristmas.com, right? Okay, it's www.whychristmas.com. So that's whychristmas.com. Now, we were talking behind your back off air off air <laughs> well, you know like you normally do right we were talking about you about the white christmas website and we had we all kind of had a few questions so let me start why did you start why christmas what was the kind of the cat what was the catalyst what started it this started back in 2000 so it's 13 this year which i don't know how many years that is in dog internet years but probably quite a lot um and I started it, I lived in London at the time, and uh, my dad was the chairman of the governors, which is like the head of the PTA, uh, a local primary slash elementary school. And some of the teachers knew that I was doing web stuff. And they came to me and said, why can't we find a child safe site about Christmas that isn't trying to sell the kids stuff? Because back then, all of the Christmas sites were like Disney and Nickelodeon and all of that. And basically, they were using Christmas as a way of advertising stuff stuff to kids. Right, which some people don't think about as far as a website being safe. I mean, this doesn't have anything to do with like violence or, or sex or something like that. We're talking about the the, the selling of, of toys. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I made this little site basically just for a school that was around the corner to me. Um, so some of the teachers could put their kids on the computers and find out some basic information about some Christmas stuff. Um, and I, I mean, I loved Christmas anyway, so it was a good excuse to have a bit of fun doing a little site. Um, and now it's kind of grown out of all proportions and, um, yeah, it still doesn't have any ads on the site, which is one of its main uniquenesses, I guess. Yeah, it, it is very unique. And, you know, recently on Church Mag, we had a blog post go viral and, or at least as viral as we've ever had a post go. And there is cost associated with having a website that brings that much traffic in a short amount of time. And you get that kind of traffic. James, tell us a little about what kind of traffic you get around the Christmas season. Yeah, I mean, last December, it had um, 3.1 million page views during uh, December 2012. In one month alone? In one month, yeah. I mean, December's all obviously the biggest month because it's Christmas, but it really kind of ramps up from mid-September onwards when you get teachers looking at it. And there's actually quite a funny little blip in the middle of July when teachers are on their holidays and starting to look at stuff that they might use for Christmas down the line. <laughs> so you you don't have any ads on this site. So you're, you're just doing this out of pocket? Basically, yeah. Um, some kind people at my church because uh, they know I do it, um, give me a little bit of support, but basically it's out of my pocket. And this year the numbers are in completely insane. Compared to the same period last year, the last 30 days is up about 90% visitors and page loads. Right, and we're recording this before Thanksgiving. So, yeah. who, I mean, you're going to probably have a record year. Uh, yeah, I mean, normally I get sort of 
10 to 15 percent year on year growth i've had the last few years but you know this is looking like 80 90 percent which is just nuts man why christmas.com that's that's amazing well, first of all i i'm looking at the site now james and i can't even find your name on the site it so is this is teeny tiny print down the bottom oh, no i just found i just found it look at that look at that tiny little name that to me is is very selfless and that's so this is really your internet ministry in a way uh, yeah is, it kind of is yeah that's awesome yeah. it's very cool i guess my question to you referring back to your statement to eric the need to create a child safe internet website so the, so how unsafe were christmas sites before <laughs> were they just commercial or like how bad was the internet back in 2000 it, it was it was mainly just very commercial okay uh, the, the only that... com- the only companies that, or the only people that put christmas stuff up was either i mean this is the days of you know early myspace stuff right, so right. it was either um you know christmas animated gifts or selling Barbies and Transformer toys. I see. I'm not doing a search right now. I don't know. This is just completely speculation. But I mean, that's that's essentially what happens to, even today as well. I mean, you're on Disney. What else are they going to sell you? It's full of ads. It's like Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've told people when they've. I mean, I've I've been approached by some pretty big companies wanting ads on the site because they know you know where it appears on Google and how many page loads it gets. And and I, and I always say no, and then I explain why I don't carry ads. And um, some people who have been really pushy, I say, hey, the only thing I sell is Jesus. That's awesome. Wow. I guess you could say the proof is in the Christmas pudding on that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess as a public school teacher, um, I teach middle school and I teach a Spanish class, so this really wouldn't, um, I mean, I, wouldn't be something I could, I could probably fit into my nine-week class. But I can totally see, I, I worked with um, grade school kids, like first and second grade, for, for one year, and I'll never do it again. And this would be absolutely awesome for, for teachers. Do you get a lot of feedback from teachers? Yeah, I do. Um, lots of teachers love it because, you know, it's written, because it was set up for schools, um, it's actually written at a level that kids can understand. Yeah. Um, and, and one massive market that... I've had lots of thanks for, which I never occurred to me, is actually people using, especially churches and ministries, um, who teach English as second language. Mm, that's a great idea. You know, I think I may have just found one I'm going to use for my last day of school before the kids leave for break. <laughs> They're going to be on this website, I think, because I'm just looking through it. I've looked at it before, but I never thought about using it in a school context, and it's just, it's awesome. Yeah, I never really thought it was it was used for something like that either. I mean, you, you can go on there, you know, there's Make a Magi and uh, Make Build a Dragon nativity scene together and decorate a Christmas tree and stuff but there's lots of good information and every year you add a little bit of something to it don't you yeah and um the last year I added the uh Christmas story animation to it that's fun um which uh is I've picked up and tweaked a bit this year and I also offer a down uh, an offline version that people can email me and I'll send them a link to get the offline version and that's been I've had over a hundred requests for that I'm actually mainly from ministries in the developing world where they don't have much internet access yet they can get a download version of it run it in a browser in their school church whatever so so when does the when does the mobile app for why christmas dot com come out that's what i want to know well, yeah i know that's that's the tricky bit the site is actually uh, responsive and mobile friendly so i've gone down <laughs> that route rather than going the app route well i think for me the best part about all this is the extra stuff the the nerd in me loves the background information of the traditions the customs 
Eric, you can have a two to three page article on Christmas pudding. So you might as well just envelop yourself in this now before Doctor Who starts. I'm still thinking about uh, the fact that you're talking about the nerd that's inside you. Uh, exactly. That's that's a whole nother topic for another day. But at the same time... There's a nerd inside Jeremy. <laughs> how did you get there, Jeremy? Are you bigger on the inside? <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. He's a living, breathing TARDIS. <laughs> please, please, please don't respond to it. That's how you respond. Move yes, on. Yes, move on. Move on. Were you trying to be? <laughs> you were trying to make a constructive comment. We're sorry. <laughs> Not really, but we are. What? And and then the other part of it, I would say, is the games. This I don't know why youth workers don't see this and be like, well, this is going to be the website I'm on for the next two to three months because they're always looking for games. They're always looking for something to do. So. That's just awesome as well. All right, everybody, check it out. I, I'm afraid to tell people to check it out because I know that you're footing the bill on this. Thing. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, there's there's loads of information about the history of the Christmas story, so people can get some sermons out of that as well, you know. Okay, James, is there? Do you have like a, a donate button or something like some way that so people could support this? Because this is awesome. There, there is a teeny weeny little link down the bottom again, which says support. You and the teeny weeny links, man. Because you know, I don't want to make a big deal out. Of it. I, I've been told a couple of times this year, hey, you should make a bigger support donate button thing, but you know, mm. it's not why I do it. I suppose if people were really interested in donating, they would find the teeny weeny link at the bottom of the page. And you know what? I, we're doing this podcast, so everyone that's listening, give this man a few bucks for crying out loud, all right? So go to whitechristmas.com, go to the bottom of the page, at the very bottom, and look for a quote-unquote teeny weeny link what does it say james it says i, I need to go on the site because i can't remember it doesn't even know <laughs> it says support support yeah okay so you want to support it go there give james a couple bucks he's an awesome guy he writes for church mag so you know he's not making very much money <laughs> yeah especially in the amount i post recently so go check it out learn more about christmas tell your friends and support james and the whitechristmas.com. Your logo, Bruce the Spruce? Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love that. I mean, it was a cute little tree. I'm scrolling through the support page, and it's like, you know, with the help of Bruce the Spruce. And I'm like, Bruce the Spruce? Yeah. That's, that's super clever. <laughs> that needs to be turned into a series, I'm telling you. An animated series. Jeremy, animated series on Bruce the Spruce. I want it by tomorrow. <laughs> Can I have Phil be his little elf? <laughs> Gladly. Now for Church Mag's five questions. Question number one. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, Miracle on 34th Street, the black and white version. Nice specification there, Phil. Well, there's a remake from like you know, 1997. It was terrible. Yeah, but they colorized it too. Or don't you care? You just It has to be the original. It has to be black and white. It has to be the original, traditional. I don't want faux colorization. I want the original movie. Dude, mad props. I got some, some extra creative respect for you, man. Thank you. I dig it. Jeremy. Uh, what's the Arnold Schwarzenegger one? <laughs> Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way, man. Yes. So mine is definitely Jingle All the Way. Oh, we watched it, that one too. It's not because it's it's not because it's good, it's because it's so terrible and funny that it has childhood memory seeped into it that I just have to laugh every time. Mine it, it's hard for me to narrow it down, but I'm gonna go with a classic, and that is Rudolph. The claymation? Yeah, yeah. The stop motion animation one. Rudolph. It's a good one. Dude, I remember watching that as a little kid on a little, like, 14-inch black and white screen at home. That was, like, the first time I ever saw it. And every year, ever since, hooked. Okay. It's Elf. Dude. Love a bit of Elf. 
Fantastic movie. And uh, the best version of The Christmas Carol, which is The Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes. Thank you. Great one. That's my wife's favorite. We watch it I have to, like, like on Thanksgiving and watch it again in December. Like it's the, it's the opening movie for the Christmas season. Yeah. Right. You just have to. Yeah. That, that's on my top three. That in a Christmas story. You shoot your eye out, kid. Uh, see, Christmas story? I, I, I can't stand it. I'm sorry, Phil. <laughs> well, you know what? Here's what it is. It was, I never saw it as a kid because I guess my parents thought it was inappropriate for children to watch. I don't know why. Why? I don't know why. Because it has guns and violence? No, we're Americans. <laughs> we love that stuff. I don't know. Fara, ra, 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 ra. But we, we couldn't watch it. And so I think as a, an adult, everyone's like hyping it up. And I watched it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Mm, I'm sorry. Question number two. Open presents Christmas Eve or day? Both. <laughs> Our tradition for the past five years has been to open up before because then we have to fly to Ohio. And so we don't want to take all the presents with us and take them all back. So we do our own personal one here and then day of for when we're in Ohio. I, I, um, I'm, I'm British, so we're traditionally day, although most of Europe is Eve. Just a little Christmas geek fact there for you. <laughs> well, we expect that kind of Christmas geekery coming from the author of whychristmas.com. All right, question number three. What was your favorite gift from Santa? My first Christmas with my wife, she got me a collector's um, series box set of Superman figures. Like it was the original 1939 style Superman, 1960s, 1990s, and then uh, like a future projection of Superman. So it was, it was pretty sweet. It's all it's still boxed because it's it's epic. That, that reminds me of one of my favorites. When my wife and I were first married, she got me the Star Wars trilogy in a special case, VHS tapes, of course, as well as the new at the time PS One analog controllers, which took Jet Moto to a whole new level. <laughs> What is this VHS that you speak of? Yeah. You, <laughs> you said VHS. I was, before you said that, I was about to ask Laserdisc. Um. <laughs> I don't know. That's tricky. I guess if I'm going throwback, I would have to say the first bike I got when I was, I came downstairs and it was in the living room and new shiny yellow bike. I would say I was in a phase when I was younger of like serious card collector with all different sports and even Star Wars stuff. And there was one year where it was just like my parents had so many individually wrapped uh, ball cards that I was just, every single thing I was opening, my sister and brother would be like, underwear, socks, and me would be cards, cards, cards. It was a great Christmas. Question number four. What is your favorite church Christmas tradition? The Sunday before Christmas, we uh, we don't usually have Christmas Day services here. Um, just, just not to our tradition. But the Sunday before Christmas, that, that evening, we uh, rent candelabras and we, we put them all across the sanctuary. And we do Christmas carols by candlelight. And then at the end, we all sing, uh, usually Silent Night or Way in a Manger. And we all light a candle. And we, it's, it's very cool. Yeah, I gotta say, Carols by Candlelight is one of my big ones as well. Especially, there's a service on Christmas Eve on the radio, um, and it's also shown on the TV on the evening of Christmas Eve over here as well, which is um, carols from King's College, Cambridge, which is like the traditional start of Christmas Eve for me. That's awesome. That's cool. Um, same here. the The candlelight Christmas Eve service is just it's so cool. It's it's simple. It's beautiful i don't know since being away from the states that's probably the the number one thing that i've missed is that is that candlelight service 
It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I would say the same, especially that first time with your son and your wife. Those are really special moments. Question number five. White or colored lights? This was a question on my uh, school podcast the other day. And the answer to that question is white lights, sir, because colored lights are ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, you didn't. (laughs) I did. They look terrible. Come on. Definitely (laughs) colored lights. No, they blend together into some sort of weird, like, unicorn puke color. (laughs) Colored lights are superior. No. Come on, guys. Well, I'm I'm saying both because I've got colored lights on my website. That's whychristmas.com. And on my tree, I have white lights. Naturally, James, you would have colored lights on the White Christmas site because colored lights are to be used during Christmas, whereas white lights should be used on fig trees in better homes and gardens. <laughs> white lights are classy and they're clean. Colored yeah. lights look, look like a child's display. Exactly. But the worst are the all blue lights. Why? No, I don't oh, agree no. with yeah. that. I agree with that. Definitely yeah. not the blue. No. Mm-mm. If someone was going to force me to have all the same bulbs, then I'm with Phil. Yeah, yeah. My thing with the colored lights are is that the when the light when the, the room lights are off and the colored lights are on, the halo effect around them is just is very unpleasant. And maybe it's because I'm colorblind. It bothers me. It looks ugly. That's probably why, Phil. It, it's a colorblind it could, thing, it could which be. you know I, I can understand that. I can understand that. Jeremy, you haven't weighed in. Well, there, no, there is there is definitely something classy about having all white lights. You have the yeah. If it's a J.C. Penny catalog, <laughs> no, no, in the house, there's something classy about that. I really do like that. That being said, I was raised in a multicolored house. And so I would totally say that that is a great way to raise your kids. But when I'm old and frail, I want it to be all white and no one's going to change my mind. I I will say that back in the States, we had a house that was a cute little house, uh, an older home in an older neighborhood. And we got those classic 50s, those big bulbs. And I put that on the house and it looked like a giant gingerbread house. It was really cool. But as far as the home lights, uh, those icicle lights that look like the icicles, if those are white, I think those are so cool. It is probably annoying. We got a set of those, and they're the LED ones. Thought sweet, they're they're energy saving bulbs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have these things going all December and January, uh, but they're blue. I was so ticked. Did you hang them up? Uh, we put them in. Well, we we bought them and we realized we really couldn't hang them on the outside of our house because our house is so old. There's no exterior power. So we what we did is uh, we've got really old uh, style windows in our house. So we looped them around our curtain rods and hung, hung them in our living room. It creates a cool effect, even though they're blue. It still kind of creates a nice you know atmosphere when the, when the lights are off in the room. Does that mean you're having a blue Christmas? Kind of. Considering our mutual dissatisfaction with all blue lights, I'm surprised, Phil, that you you did that. Here's what it is. I spent money on them. Oh, and therefore have to be used (laughs) until they're they're no longer usable. The bad news is that they're LED, so they'll last forever. Right. Exactly. (laughs) If my wife is okay with it, I will take... There's two sets. I will take them up to my classroom at school where I don't care about stuff, and I'll hang them up there, but I think she cares too much. You're such an awesome teacher. Take it to school where where you don't care about it. Well, I mean, because if if you care about stuff in your classroom, you're doing it wrong because your kids are going to break it. That's true. Good job, guys. That was our five questions. All right, we're going to mix it up a little bit for this special Church Mag Christmas podcast. Phil emailed me talking about doing a kind of a a special 
Twas the Night Before Christmas tech poem thing for Church Mag. And I'm like, dude, do it. So, Phil, tell us a little bit about the process and how you came about to get your hands on this epic poem. Well, I sat down uh, about two weeks ago to begin writing this uh this poem or parody, I guess. And I realized it wasn't coming. It wasn't working for me. So like a, like a good man, I admitted defeat and I contacted a buddy of mine uh, from, from high school and uh, college who is just a brilliant parody writer. He's, he's done a ton of stuff like in, in school. They had a project for a book or some sort of creative thing. He would write a parody song and then record it. It was, it was awesome. So I emailed him and said, Hey dude, can you write a parody of Twas the Night Before Christmas with a tech theme for Church Mag, and he was all over it. His name is Kayvon Roddy. He's not much, he doesn't, I mean, he's he got a Twitter account, um, and his Twitter name is, I think it's the underscore Kayvon, and Kayvon is K E V O N. He is hilarious. Really neat guy, and he, he wrote this entire thing. And he was gracious enough to let us share it, and I think we're going to go ahead and put this together in a blog post, maybe drop it in an infographic, and just get it out there because it is is epic. And speaking of epic, because we have James Cooper on, who has the perfect voice for this, will you do the honors, James? Indeed I will. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a hard drive was stirring, not one with a mouse. At his and hers iPads, the tech savvy did stare, in hopes that a new update soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while retina display visions danced in their heads, and Mama with her mini and I with my air did not worry about bricking, we both have Apple Care. When from her side of the bed there arose such a clatter, and I sprang from my pillow to see what was the matter. My interest was piqued, so I peeked at her screen, and saw a long list amongst the Evernote green. What's up with her? I started to think. Is our Wi-Fi spotty? Did her note fail to sync? It's probably just nothing. Just an instant of lag. So I returned to my RSS feed of Church Mag. Then my wife sighed, Honey, with an odd sheepish grin, I forgot to get gifts for a few of your kin. But this was so unlike her. It could not be true. So I asked her, I'm prepared for the answer. Well, like who? Like Andy, like Jenna, like Jared and Drew, like Kay, like Jenny, and even Matt too. Your sibling tweets were what made me recall. Now there's no time for shopping or eBay at all. You can make the presents, I said, gaining interest. Scour Etsy for muses and all your pins on Pinterest. Yeah, good idea, my wife said with a snort. But like a three-letter passwords, my time's way too short. And then in a twinkling, I heard her iPhone. She was texting her sister, so I left them alone. From neath our warm covers, from the bed I did climb, for I knew it was moments till they would face time. I crept across the house for some cookies and milk, left out by the children, like kids of their ilk. They were baked just for Santa, so I left them a dash. I could not be seen, like Adobe Flash. I was sure she had done it, using some gift-giving app, so I shuffled to bed for a long winter's nap. But she was on Facebook. She'd read there a while for ideas from each brother's and sister's profile. Look, I snapped curtly. Act now or forget it. Find a relevant Tumblr or forum or Reddit. If you do not act soon, Christmas Eve will be gone. Just buy the next item you stumble upon. When I saw she was crying, it occurred to me that I'd run the wrong program. Fail.exe. She was trying her hardest. She was showing them love. What I mistook as malware was a gift from above. I consoled my dear wife as best as I can, 
For I share her troubles and her data plan. The gift's not important, I said, nor the time. But we have two-day shipping with Amazon Prime. She laid down her head and finally smiled. Though her visage was weary, her eyes remained wild. Then I heard her exclaim, for she'd turned out the light, iTunes gift cards to all, and to you, a good night. That was awesome. Thanks for making that happen, Phil. It's all him. He, he did it in, in under eight hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> he did it. Even, I texted him like at five o'clock, and the next day at 10, I had it. Brilliant. He is a brilliant man. Yeah. James. Thanks for being a special Christmas guest here on the Church Mag Christmas Podcast. It's been a pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, so I guess we'll do this again sometime, guys. Yeah, definitely. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I was debating whether I should, should say it in a, in a British accent, but I didn't want to offend James. <laughs> Meanwhile, as we're talking about this, James is sitting there saying, these guys are to talk. They sound so weird. <laughs> Can you get Anne to post it? Because then it'll go viral. <laughs> Come on, it's, it's, it's subtle European humor, Eric. Come on. It, it's I, I, a little okay. Christmas tree and a massive elf. Yeah, exactly. Hi, I'm Bruce the Spruce. And I'm Bruce the Spruce Elf. Can I use my Batman voice? Naturally. Merry Christmas, Bruce. <laughs> the Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Bye.